Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy in Greece, in Spain, or Ireland, in England, or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand Until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We face deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place we hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete floors to back our lug of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it's good morning, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed from the Concrete Gang. 8.55 on your AM dial every Sunday morning, 9.30 at 3CR. Um, And we're a bit excited because it's a shutdown weekend, so we've got four days off uh, camp. Oh, good morning, Jimmy, old mate. Mate, how good is the long weekend? Just getting ready to launch into the uh, football season. I'll tell you what, when you pause like that, I thought you were about to have a hearty. I thought, oh, here we go. I want to do it the other way around, confuse myself, not hard to do. Oh. So, um, yeah, so it's going to be fantastic. Shut down Labor Day weekend. Let's not Moomba's forget. on. Yeah, well, let's not forget while we're having the, uh, the eight, for the eight hour week, uh, eight hour day. Um, One by the CFMU, Stonemasons. Stonemasons, that's exactly right. So just enjoy it. Um, and uh, how's your week been, my old mate? Oh, it's, we've had a big week. We've had the stewards meeting. Um, obviously. It's always a big week leading up the long weekend, isn't it? It's yeah, always... there's a lot to cram into and a short week next week. But we have got a special guest this morning, haven't we, mate? We've, got, we've dusted him off. Uh, and with uh, our old mate, uh, Buzzer, we've got him back on. He's, he's now Jerry Benstead working from the Sea Bus. Are you there, Buzzer? Yeah, I'm still buzzer, mate. Still you st- buzzer. You're still buzzer? <laughs> still buzzer. <laughs> Never forgot where you come from, buzzer. That's fantastic. And we just thought we'd ring in and t- uh, see how you're going at Sea Bus, mate, because uh, you were, a, 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 it, I can't say the word, intricate part of the concrete gang for years in the union. did a great job organising the jobs and looking after the members and arguing with me on the concrete gang. Made a good laugh. So how's it going down at Sea Bus, mate? It's not going too bad. I'm heading out to the jail at the moment, and there's uh, enterprising business out at the jail. It's, uh, there's four jails currently under construction at the moment, and there's over a thousand um, workers on one particular site. So uh, it's not the greatest situation building all these jails, but anyway, there's plenty of construction work out there, and the sea bus is going okay. It's um, 
had record returns last year, this year with the war and all that. It's, it's a bit, yeah, it's take, taking a bit of a hit with the old war, isn't it? Yeah, it's taking a bit of a hit, and if you look through the history, that's what happens. Uh, petrol prices go up, share markets drop, and all that sort of stuff, but... Um, I'm getting out there and uh, trying to have as many toolbox meetings and get to the blokes and let them know the importance of their sh- insurance and their beneficiaries and the app and keeping an eye on things. It's a bit of a shame with all these jails. Instead of trying to help people who go to jails and when they come out, get them back in the society and all that, they just kick them out of jails and let them do their best. They end up going back. So instead of helping out the, the, the young people and the Aboriginals and, and, and anyone else that goes to jail, they just keep building jails. And, there's mu- uh, and probably good money in it for the people that run them, I'd say, Buzzer. Yeah, a bit like our aged care system, isn't it? We're just following some American model, it seems like. But anyway, um, yeah. and like it is, they've got to go out to this John Holland site at the moment. And, oh, I'm thinking of Ben Hur to get in there. But anyway, we'll see how we go, right? Old John Holland. Yeah, well, yeah. So, all right, well, so, so you're enjoying your job out there, mate, with the sea bus and getting around, because I suppose you still enjoy getting on the sites. That's what you love doing when you're an organiser. So you're still in the, you're still in the Cape, aren't you? I miss the cut and, I miss the cut and thrust of what you're doing a bit. A percentage of, of me misses it, you know, like, um, every now and again I get wound up. I go in the garage and make a few calls and pretend I'm in the absolute cut and thrust, but reality <laughs> is it's, Reality is, it's not really the absolute cut and thrust, but it's about looking after members too, and the, the association with the union that formed over many years with Seabus, going back to the early eighties when the first super amount was about eight dollars a week. Yeah, it's come, eight dollars a week. Come a long way, buzzer. And what are we at at the moment? We're at uh, two hundred and fifty dollars a week on the EBA sites, and um, I think the first percentage we got in the early nineties was. Three percent, and now we're on ten percent. So three percent, yeah. So it's come a long way, and I think you know, thanks to the building workers of the past who actually fought long and hard to get superannuation, and and I think some of the young people now could actually wouldn't do them any harm learning a little bit about history, would it? No, especially coming up the Labor Day weekend, buzzer. We Seabus has got a couple of jobs coming up too, don't they? Yeah, yeah, but um, obviously there's. um, they look at these jobs. I'm not. That's a separate part of Seabus. That's actually Seabus property ran a bit different, ran a bit separately. So I'm not right into tuna uh, with that. Other than uh, my great friend Danny Gardner works for him. That's all I. Uh, I get a little bit, you know, here a little bit here and there. Yeah, they're going to look at a couple of jobs. And that'd be good for the members. Could put the money back into the industry. That's a good thing too, isn't it? Hundred percent. Yes. That's, that's why. The government's always trying to get their hands on the money because they can see what a great enterprise it's turned into. Yeah, yeah, and I always stress to the importance of um, the, uh, putting the app on the phone, uh, get all the information. The problem is a little bit there. They look at it every five minutes, some of them, right? Uh, and that's probably not the idea. The idea is looking at your beneficiaries, your insurance, your contribution returns, you know, look at that sort of stuff but um, and keep an eye on that make sure it's right. And, and what would you say the, to, to the brothers and sisters out there buzzing about that? Because, you know, the, the first thing that, you, that lets you know the boss is going broke is when they stop paying the sea bus, isn't it? Yes, and we've seen what happens there. And I mean, obviously, we're dealing, you guys are dealing with this uh, pro-build thing, which could 
end up being um, it could be a slightly better result than what you'd hope for if somebody buys it and takes it over and all that. And obviously you've kept a pretty close eye on the returns there, being a major builder and looking at their monthly stuff. But there's other companies that fly under the radar a little bit less, and uh, we need to keep looking at them too because we don't want to get if they get the idea of paying every monthly in the industry has been a great thing because. You know what it's like. If it was every three months, how many mobs would go broke low and blokes heaps of money? Oh, please. So, you know, think, good did, thing from you people. I think the super funds are having a bit of a campaign, aren't they? They want to get it to weekly payments, don't they? I mean, I saw something like that. would be a lot of administration, but, I mean, if it could be done, it would be a good thing too, I reckon. The less, less amount of time, the more time it quicker it goes in, the, the, I suppose you, make, you can make interest on it quicker and you also keep an eye on it better than... But, but that'll be interesting to see if it goes down that way. And you, and you keep an eye on the old blokes when they're retiring, you know, when they sort of come come in and they've got to have sort out their sea bus and and all that type of type of stuff. Is that part of your job too, Buzzer? Yeah, that's a good thing too, um, girl. Because you've got to some of these members just don't take for granted that you're there to help them. And don't take for granted when you go to these meetings that they you know just give them a form and hopefully it'll get filled in and sit back. Pay a bit of attention to it. Sit down, help them through it. There's, uh, there's also an income, um, an income stream you can get into. You've just got to remember, it's sixties tax free. That's the best. That's it. I know they have preservation aids, but don't worry about that. I always say to people, sixties tax free, and look at the income stream because it's a little bit better in the, the returns, and uh, you don't get charged tax on the investment side of it on the income stream, and you can get your payments oh, regularly. Big time now. Yeah, that's it, mate. <laughs> Jeez, I'll tell you what, Buzz, you, you, you've kicked on, we haven't we? You did a bit of studying before we rang you, I reckon. No, nah, he's done, doing a good job. Give him like a bit of credit there, will you, Campo? I mean, you know, we've seen you on the pump, Campo, don't worry. I've struggled a bit, Gorilla, and that with the forms and all that sort of stuff, but that's one part of it. Yeah. The detail, I didn't really know a lot about the insurances before I went in there. I've had to pick that ball up and try and run with it, but I think still the most important bit... Um, Boys just going out there, putting the flag in the ground, and we're part of the union movement, and, and, and letting them know that you're out there and you care about the workers. That's the most important thing, I think. Well, it's good seeing that ex-officials because you've got a connection with the workers on the job for a start, and they know that you're there for the right reasons, Buzzer. When they see you go on the job, they, 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 that's what they like seeing. They they go they go up to you and ask plenty of questions. If if you're just a bloke comes up the suit and tie, they're not going to trust you too much, are they? You know, so. I think they haven't lost no. the, um, the the grassroots stuff with the sea bus and the, and the blokes that go to the job day-to-day stuff, you know? And, and the thing is, there's about 26 or 28 of us coordinators in Australia, and what you've got to keep in mind is it's about keeping connected to the um, to the union movement and the CFMU in particular, but from my point of view, right? Keep the relationship strong, and because I rely on you guys to, uh, to get me into the job sometimes, get me access to the blokes, get me access to toolbox meetings. So it's it's very important keeping that up, and um, that's what I hope to maintain. Um, and, and, and now listen, uh, we, you know, I don't know what the word is, but I'd have to mention um, now. Now, have you had any car trouble since you left the union? Oh, now, now, I, I, I do oh, know personally, Lord. Well, a bit of history. I remember that day we were standing in front of a job and the boss said, he asked you what your red zone number was. You gave him the biggest spray in your life as your car rolled past the job. 
The reckon there's another bloke very close to you that could be as close as me, but there's another organiser that started that could be in our league as well. I'm not yeah, sure. But I, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna take your title by a mile, mate. Oh, mate, I'm out of it. I'm out of the running. Yeah, uh, yeah. I went up to Sydney and my wife was giving it to me all the way up about get in the middle, get drive straight, you're going over the line, you're going all the way there, all the way and all the way and I come out of Bateson Bay on the way home and it was about ten or Nine o'clock in the morning, I just went past the airport and I see this cop going, oh, Officer Dibble comes out, you know, and he's he's got the video on the, he goes, I've got the video on you, mate, right now I'm letting you know. He goes, are you drunk? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, you're the worst driver I've ever seen, right? <laughs> yeah, well, we've all got a short coming. I'm driving in the middle of the road and I copped it for the next six hours off the lovely, right? Yeah, the, oh. the old handbrake. Did you, oh. hey, listen, I, I tell that Officer Dibble, I'll give him a hundred bucks for the copy of that video, I'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know they've got cars with lanes, lane assist now, it keeps you in the right yeah, lane. I know, I know, I know, I know, I had that on too, how bad am I going? Yeah, they're pretty ordinary. <laughs> now listen, Mel, mate, that's a fantastic report you've given us about what's happened to the sea bus and... And uh, Buzzer sounds like you're just doing what you did when you were organised. You're going on, make make sure you're looking after the boys. It's great to hear. But I, it would be very um, uh, remiss of me if I didn't ask you, because you are a mad cat man and you've got two bombers here. How do you think you're going to go next week, mate? <laughs> well, I think you're slowly overtaking us on the youth department, so I'm a bit worried there. Yeah, you know, on, the list, on the age of the list, I'm sure yours is a lot younger than uh, what you're on at the moment, going on the rise. Yeah, but you've, brought, really... you've brought every star you can get your hands on in Australia. Oh, uh, Geelong's really got a... My opinion, they're really... I don't care if they go down, uh, down complete... Uh, down oh, hang on, hang oh, on. He's no, jumping no, on no, the Carlton bag. No, 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 hang on. We've had a good run. But well, you haven't. Okay, you haven't. When's the last flag you won? Yeah, I know, it's been a little while, but we've been, uh, we're the most successful home and away and team. We won three flags, I suppose. Oh, you only win at home. Yeah, but there, uh, I liberal know. Club. I know all the, yeah, well, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how we go this year because you can't keep just topping up a list with older players. You've got to play the uh, get the get some games in the youth. That's so, right. Well, listen, uh, mate. It'll be, interesting, it'll be interesting who finishes higher, Geelong. Well, you, have, you, you haven't even said how you're going to go next week. That was the original question. Uh, look, I think we're still a good chance. What do you? Uh, well, you have to say that. I mean, you, you know, I mean, you, you got you Tom Walker. Fi- you picked up every. You finished for well above us last year, but anyway, look, it'll be a good game. But look, Buzzer, we'll have to move on. And thanks very much for spending a bit of time no, with the, the old Concrete Gang. And uh, uh, we will get you back uh, a bit later in the in the year and talk about. Well, I'd send a. Maybe if we get a car safe day or something, we can talk about you know some of the worst drivers. I haven't told half the stories yet, but uh, you've been a good bloke for the industry and a good good friend of the Concrete Gang. We haven't forgot you. Thanks for your time, Buzzer, and thank good you. luck. Thank you for your time. Look after yourselves. Cheers. Great man, Buzzer. The old, the old Buzzer, and uh, he's moved on the, would you say, greener passes probably? Greener passes. Greener passes. And still hasn't forgot where he come from. Ah, uh, great bloke. So look, um, that's the update on the sea bus. You got, came up some interesting stuff there for the listeners, and uh, I think we'll move on with the track. What, what do you got oh, for us before we go to the track? Because yep. the track's about Shane Warne, you know. Obviously oh yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Pasting of Shane Warne. So um, Paul Kelly, Shane Warne song, and then we'll talk. Shane Warne. One, two, three, four. Shane Warne. Well known to history Shane Moore 
bowler of mystery Whenever he walked up to the wicket A change came over the game of cricket He had the leg spin, flipper and good lead He came on the scene in 1992 Those Indian batsmen taught him a thing or two This fellow, some said, he don't stand a chance Soon he began to make the ball dance in Sri Lanka He first showed his colors through In Manchester, England, 1993 Bowl, what they call the ball of the century Mike Gatting looked up, struck as dumb as a post A walk from the crease like he'd just seen a ghost Shane Warne's first dash's delivery From that time on, he played with a batsman's mind From Brisbane to Durban, he had them in such a bind To go forward or back to player abstain Intensely the pressure built up in the brain And always the chirping from behind <laughs> ah. Mr. One on his phone sent a lot of texts Cause he liked to have quite a lot of sex Took a prohibited pill to lose his love handle Said mum gave it to me, it was a terrible scandal We wondered what would want it do next Shane Wong, truly a sporting magician Always played like a man on a mission Each time he came into battle ball, he believed in his powers to take control. Even when he was not in the peak of condition. Shane Moore bowled with his friend Glenn McGrath. In Sydney, they took their last hurrah. Now Ponting and Taylor and Steve War all agreed to have two such men they were lucky indeed. Shane Wong and his good friend Glenn McGrath. Bring it on. Yeah, no, fantastic. And uh, it just actually, I should have brought up when we had Buzzer on it. Remind me of a story years ago when we were driving around Brighton area, going a few dodgy jobs, and we were going around the roundabout. We nearly clean bowled um, Shane Warne and his wife on push bikes. Buzzer? Yep. Yeah, give us a nice old spray, you know. I said, that'll be bad on the old, uh, looking on the old sheep, the clean bowled Buzzer, you know, <laughs> Shane Warne. But anyway, it's just a great bloke. I mean, everyone's been um, great Victorian, great Victorian, great Australian. What he's done for cricket, all the all the all the other things he's done, he's 
all the kids he's helped out along the way, all the charities and so forth. So very sad to see, and uh, we'll we'll see him at the see him off at the MCG. Should be a big one. Should be a big one. All right. Up. I suppose we should talk a bit, bit, a bit of work, work stuff now, army old mate. We, yep. What's that, mate? What was that? So, what about? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we've got to get to that next. But um, we want to talk about Rob Warren's podcast. Oh, Warren's Barra. Warren's Barra, going to call it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were talking to Warren. I saw Warren in the office yesterday. I think he's got over two hundred hours of podcasting going on. So he can talk. Can talk, and it was for free. Our conversation just in the hallway in the office. Just going from the lift to the front door. So if you go on the Spotify in the next couple of weeks, we'll say when it's when we put the first one up there. Warren will be on the Concrete Gang Spotify. We'll be putting his podcast up there. So who did he have in the other day? He had um, oh, he's had a few. Pat Preston. Pat Preston. I think he's done eight. There's yeah. a heap of different ones. Paddy there. Preston was a great. Play. He worked on the Westgate Bridge. Was a long time health and safety officer for the surf, and you did a great job for the surf and you and. I saw Paddy the other day in there, and it looks like he hasn't changed a bit. <laughs> so, Happy ret- retirement's been good for him. But um, so keep an eye out for Warren's Borough. Oh no, it's gone again. Yeah, okay. So look, we've got to. Um, we I think we let put the verses know about Roddy Ramsey passing away last week, and uh, we've got a few details here. If I can get them up on the on the old howdy doody. Oh, someone's got someone's got a ring. Yeah, you, oh, you could do that. Uh, hang on, I just can you read that? I can't read it. Well, hang on, whereabouts is it? This is good live radio, but uh, anyway, you can't get it. All right, no. no. Sorry, well, we'll keep talking. We'll, we'll move on till we can get that up. Um, also, the ABC, Stephen McBurney. Stephen McBurney. Oh, Stephen McBurney. Obviously, um, he's been in the paper sooking a bit uh, this week. Stephen McBurney. Well, hang on, Scott. Sorry, oh. I've got it up now. I'll get it yeah. So for uh, Roddy's, Roddy Ramsey's funeral, it's on um, Tuesday, a service to celebrate the life of Mr. Roderick John Ramsey. Roddy will be held at Sherwood Receptions, 1040 Summerton Road, Greenvale, on Tuesday, the March the 15th, 2022, commencing at 11am, followed by private cremation. The service can be viewed via the following live stream uh, http www.vividstream.live dash Roderick Ramsey Alright, so people that want to go Tuesday 11am at 10.40 Summit Road, Greenvale so we'll give should give Roddy a good send off of a great man. Sorry, mate. All right, so obviously uh, we're talking about Big Bernie from the head of the ABCC, which is actually Australian Building Construction Commission. They were brought in from Howard, and we've all gone through it and all that. They were given two hundred million dollars in the last election uh, to go after the. That's a, that's no one can hide it. The only thing they've been going after is the unions. They find the CFMU. We've had more fines than any other union or any other organisation. Um, since their exception, um, he wants more money in the next election to go after us. We got we got floods and people what, the losing their houses, flying business class, quaffing down red wine. That's about all they do. And um, he's also, you know, obviously defending it because obviously Labor has come out and said they will get rid of the Australian building construction if they win. And a few of the other parties have said the same thing, and a few of the independents, because um, they all know it's you know his last boss got. 
got the ass because he, he was found to be just politically just attacking the CFMEU and he got the flick for it. And then we all saw how they brought it back with Dyson Hayden. We all saw what happened with Dyson Hayden. Obviously, you don't have a Royal Commission unless it's stacked before you start. Um, so they got the ABCC back in that's designed to take away our rights. You look at the case with the toilet, women's toilets, it cost them to run it a case they lost $500,000 to go after the union over getting women's toilets on the job. So you think how much that money could be better used in the floods, the Tax, fires, taxpayers money, all that sort right. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. At the moment, we've got a fire relief. ScoMo's got the fire thing with the fund. It was set up with millions of dollars in it and hasn't spent a cent, you know. And all, uh, the, all the money that could be helping those poor people in New South Wales and Queensland, the floods, it's, hot, it's shocking, isn't it? You know, and it's about, like, flood protection, not just going in there after the problem. Let's build levees. Let's build Dams, things. I reckon. I reckon Queens- Dams. They need dams. They need levee flood wall banks so when the rivers don't blow out when it is, you know. And a lot of these areas now, insurance companies are not insuring people who live there, you know. like So you can't get insurance if you live there and you can't afford to move it and your house ain't, you know, who's going to buy a house in a floodplain? Well, mate, we better move on to the scully West. We are running out of time. So we've got PM Built dumping asbestos. PM Built. Um, just let me get the scully yep. up there, brother. We've got yep. PM Built. They're dumping asbestos at... Next to a Koori Kinder in Formbury. So they're working Jeez. there and they're picking the asbestos up at the front and they're dropping it in the back. Obviously, we got WorkSafe down there and they didn't recognise what a Part 6 was. Jeez. And a Part 6 order is what asbestos is, you know, locates asbestos. We've got Ryder Nelson, Mutt calling Grub from Westgate, calling the police on officials again at John Holland Westgate. Michael O'Connor. Michael O'Connor. He's just for being a grub. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's consistent. Consistent. We've, we've mentioned work safer and ABCC we've talked about and old Clive Palmer. Oh, Clive Palmer, please. Jabber the hut himself. You know what I mean? Mate, the biggest show bag I've ever seen, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If, that, if you're thinking about voting Clyde Palmer and you, you might, you know, think coronavirus is going to kill you and you don't want the vaccine, he's going to freedom you and all that shite. Um, mate, it's like a turkey voting for Christmas, voting for fucking <laughs> Clyde Palmer. Let's be honest. Like, Dude, that's not bad, though, Campo. You worked on that one, have you? I've worked on that one. <laughs> he, he Honestly, all his preference, he didn't get a seat last time. All his preference went to the Liberal Party. That's why he got in power. That's why... You think about if you think of Freedom Party, he watered down, he, him and his liberal cronies have watered down workers' rights forever. That's why they can mandate a vaccine against you. Your employer can do that. It was all the stuff they put in place. And if you're thinking about voting for him, you might as well just vote for Scott Morrison. Another grub is just going to try and take away every benefit and has tried to take away every benefit the union has and trying to get rid of your union. That's why there's non-EBA jobs. They whinge about the CFMU. It costs more money to build with union, but we're quicker. We're quicker, and we do cost more money because we're worth it. And that, that's why it pays to belong. So, And the Sugi Lalas, there's no, no argument that we've got one outstanding... Uh uh, person, Stephen McBurney from the ABC. So. Yeah, sook him because he wants more money. So what about Scallywag? Geez, you've got a car, good cast up there, uh, Campo. Oh, there's, you know, WorkSafe, there's the one with WorkSafe at the Westgate. They ruled about elements on one job at Monash. You've got to have birth certificates. And then on the Westgate, same builder, they ruled you don't need a birth certificate. So I don't know how that works. How can you not do it on one job and do it on the other? So... But I would go, 
Who do you think? Oh, geez, I don't know. That's a hard one, this one. You've got a, car, a good cast there. Oh, I, I mean, want... look, look, work safe, we always mention, right? Because they're just, you know. Grubs. Clive Palmer, there's going to be plenty of time left for him. I mean, he's just getting you know, all the shit he comes up with. And, you know, you, you've got to think of his, what he's up to. I mean, why is he spending all this money? He knows he's not going to get in Parliament and all that. There's ulterior motives he's everywhere. Still working class people he still owes people in that mine he had up at the Copper Mine. He had up in Queensland. He still owes them hundreds of, hundreds of millions of dollars and all that. So you'd wonder what he's up, he's up about. But um, I don't know. I, I'd. I'll say I'll say the PM built dumping asbestos in the Curry's um, backyard. Yeah, you know, Kinder, Kinder. Yeah. You know, geez, if they haven't and, had enough. And I'll tell you an interesting thing during the week. Well, I'll make make it quick. Is the women had uh, babies uh, stolen off them in the? Uh, I think it was between. I'll get more facts in this between, between the fifties and the and eighties. Yeah, and. Uh, that's very interesting, that isn't it? You know, and that's uh, white forced, Australians, not not Aboriginal. That's for so they had babies out of wedlock, and the babies got forced adoption. Forced adoption, and the, they got compensation, didn't they? The women. Well, well, they haven't, but that's what they're looking at. But anyway, we, we've got to move on. So we'll, we'll give it to um, PM built dumping asbestos and Suki Lala Steve McBurney. We uh, have a good Labor Day weekend. Thanks, Buzz, and we'll go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose. And it's good morning for the Concrete Gang. We're going out with... We're going out with uh, Foo Fighters.
Listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.